Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. He is on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline from the Arkansas Democrat Gazette and Whole Hog Sports. Hello, Tom. How was your trip to Atlanta? You're adopted, uh, or I guess you're home away from home when you're not in Fayetteville. Well, it is my hometown, but I had a good time. And, and yeah, those coaches, they're all up there delivering the messages they want to get across um, in their opening statements. For instance, guys like Sam Pittman and Josh Heifel and a few others, they really, you know, um, they uh, t- talk about the administration at their school and things like that. And, you know, that's all well and good as long as you don't fill your whole time with it. And then you got hmm. Mike Leach who comes up and says, thanks for that introduction, Commissioner. Any questions? So <laughs> kind of like that style, too. Yeah, I do too. Uh, Sam Pittman, I thought was on point through the entire time. He was great. He came on the air with us a couple of times and was uh, very relaxed. He's really good in that setting for a guy who's kind of a no frills sort of coach. Tom, that's uh, that is a great setting for him where he he does truly like to meet and engage people. And I mean, there's video of him having a major hug with Nolan Smith, the Georgia linebacker, in the lobby of the hotel. We just not the lobby, but on the I think sixth floor. Anyway, we just missed that because it was um, when the, the local media had a chance to talk to Sam. But just totally in his element. Uh, you know, I think there was a bit of nerves with him last year in his first appearance. But very calm. You know, he doesn't get flustered at all. Doesn't talk too fast and talk himself into, you know, little rabbit holes. And some coaches do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and apparently his times with the SEC Network and – all that on Radio Row just was filled with, with funny moments and stuff. So um, everybody who covers the SEC just loves them, loves them some Sam Pittman. Yeah, he plays along well. Like uh, we were talking about, uh, Feinbaum's name came up, and we were talking about him getting in trouble for throwing a Texas helmet. And I said, uh, you know, he couldn't get those big ears in that helmet anyway. And he said, well, I, I didn't say that. <laughs> But he'll play, he plays along well. He's, he's a good sport. So, Tom, we haven't gotten into this yet. We just went through the predicted order of finish. Let's touch on that first. Then we can talk about the All-SEC preseason by the media. What are you more shocked by, the fact that Kentucky was picked second in the East or that Vanderbilt actually got a first-place vote for the West? Or for the East, excuse yeah, me. Not only did, yeah, not only did Vanderbilt get a first-place vote for the West, they got a first-place vote for winning the conference. Oh, really? What? I mean, if it – it's so delusional, yeah. Because it just can't. It's just not going to happen. So I really, I really, you know, somebody out there is like, hey, hey, watch this, man. I'm going to nudge my buddy. <laughs> I'm picking Vanderbilt first, and I don't like that. I'm, whatever. A and um, by comparison got a vote too. A and M got one vote. Vanderbilt got one vote. Well, South Carolina got three. Yeah. That might be just as asinine. <laughs> Obviously, well, people I mean, have more faith in better. Spencer Rattler than I than I do. Exactly, you know, and I don't think South Carolina is quite ready ready to contend, but it, they do look like they're they're moving up, and they got some great transfers. But um, I, I would say I'm more shocked by Vandy getting one first place vote than I am Kentucky second because Kentucky's solid. Mm-hmm. I think they finished second last year, and you know, if you look at Arkansas and Kentucky's schedules, um, Arkansas had a tougher one, and Kentucky had one more win, uh, so they go to the Citrus Bowl. I think they had a big comeback to, to win or it came back late to win the Citrus Bowl. But I thought Arkansas was every bit as um, qualified to represent the SEC in the Citrus Bowl, which is the first slot right outside the, the you know, the New Year's Six game. So right. that was the top year they had. And, you know, I kind of wish Arkansas was playing Kentucky. Um, but 
the way Arkansas is deemed on one side, an up-and-comer, I think Tennessee and South Carolina both kind of have that distinction on the other. See, I kind of wish Arkansas was playing Vanderbilt, but, you know, teach their own. <laughs> Nancy, yes? Yeah. Well, and, you know, go ahead. Sorry, I'm kind of glad that Justin brought up Feinbaum because it seemed like nobody wanted to ask Jimbo Smith about Anias or Jimbo, Jimbo Fisher, Fisher about Anias Smith. It seemed like Feinbaum would have been the guy to ask Jimbo. That was Bob Holt that asked him, apparently. He did. Some, so somebody did finally bring up Anias Smith. Was there any chatter about that? Because obviously everybody knows now the trifecta of, you know. Missteps. Transgressions sure. that he uh, did and was not able to make media days. Uh, was there any, what was the chatter about uh, media days about Anaya Smith? Well, it broke when we were, um, one of the coaches was at the podium on the day before Jimbo. So the arrest happened in the early morning hours of, I guess, Wednesday. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I mean, we're all working. The chatter just was, wow, kid, you were about to represent your team here. Yeah. And, you know, you do this. And, and it wasn't just DWI. I mean, it was a weapons charge, a loaded weapon and all that. So uh, the way things are going with um, athlete responsibility and accountability, uh, I'd like to see him get some kind of suspension. I mean, you know, if you're going to have all these rights and, you know, you're, you're money, making money off your name, you got to deal with the consequences. I mean, the things have changed. And even though he's a great player and he's had good games against Arkansas, um, I think he's going to need to sit for some. Yeah, I would be shocked if he didn't get suspended for at least a couple of games, and I think Razorback fans are probably quietly, privately. not. These may not be the same ones that we're Italy saying. Six. They say, uh, you know, I want, I want the, all the guys to play in the Sugar Bowl. I don't care about the tattoos. Bring them on. And now in hindsight, we're like, God, I wish they hadn't played. We would have won by three touchdowns. But, you know, <laughs> I, there's a chance because it's game four that he won't be available. And the other thing is, Tom, there could be felony charges filed here with the, the gun-drug uh, combo mill, so we'll see what happens there. There's some conjecture around the studio that they may find a way because of the small amount of marijuana to push that out of the charges the preseason media days all sec teams have been announced arkansas has one single person on first team it is ricky stromberg the aforementioned who has also been named to the remington watch list bryce young quarterback first team no surprise second team quarterback hendon hooker and disappointingly to me with all due respect to will levis kentucky's quarterback was the third team preseason all-conference player at quarterback. Tom, any issue with that? No, not really. And also, Jalen Catalan was a first-team pick. Uh, yeah, we're going to get to defense. Uh, I was going to go back over there in a sec. But, yeah, go ahead. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, I mean, and, you know, Stromberg beat out Cedric Van Fran, the Georgia sophomore who was at media days, and what an articulate kid. So Sam Pittman would have been recruiting him, um, you know, on the class that signed as, as he was transitioning to Arkansas. So, uh, great kid. He's an up-and-comer. He's probably going to be a really good draft pick at some point, but Stromberg beat him out. So, that's respect from SEC media um, on Ricky, who, you know, he was a, a guy who filed for the papers to see where he might land and decided to come back. So, on, on the quarterback deal, Bryce Young was the slam dunk first-teamer. Mm-hmm. You can't get around that. He's a Heisman Trophy winner. <laughs> right. Got it. But, it, it was a really crowded field. Think about the passing yardage that Will Rogers from Mississippi State had. Uh, Will Levis, um, when you heard Mark Stoops talking about the way this guy throws the ball, like in, in windy conditions and stuff, and he just drills the ball through it, he's a great passer. So, you know, he's going to have strong passing numbers if he plays the whole year. And it's hard to put the value on 
a guy like KJ who is is the dual threat. And yeah, I, I mean, I, I think third team would have been about right for him, but. Mm-hmm. Will Rogers got left off too, and so did yeah. you know Spencer Rattler. Even though I don't think he's top three in the SEC. Right, I think you're right. Tom Murphy, join us on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline from Whole Hog Sports and the Arkansas Democrat Gazette. Anaya Smith, I will give your media members credit, your fellow media members, Tom. They didn't hold it against him too much. He was named third team at wide receiver in the preseason. He was also named a second team return specialist and a third team. All-purpose player, so they gave he him. He is all-purpose. He is all-purpose, Nancy. <laughs> Very well-rounded. Oh, he catches it, he returns it, and he smokes it occasionally with a gun in hand. You got to protect your weed. You really do. I don't want anybody getting it from me. On defense, <laughs> speaking of protecting things, Jalen Catalan is Tom. Uh, let the Catalan out of the bag, as it were. Another very well-spoken young man. Oh, I thought very you were going to say you like my little pun there, but okay, thanks. Yeah, he is great. <laughs> so is Bumper Poole, who made second team at linebacker for Arkansas, and that is all of the defensive representation. Arkansas got bupkis on the uh, special teams. But I will say this, Tom, there's a lot of good freaking special teams dudes in the SEC right now. Yeah. Cam Little's as good as you're going to find around the country, and he's probably the fourth or fifth best kicker in some people's minds in the SEC. So there are a lot yeah. of good specialists right now. There really are. Will Rogers for Bama got it, but there's there's tremendous kickers. And, I mean, Georgia's kicker, Pod Lesney's a great one. And I think I put Little on at maybe third team. I, I can't remember. But um, he had a great year, but it was hard to say, yeah, he's a first teamer at this point. Right. And he might play himself into that. And, hey, man, I'm sorry. I did not I, I didn't hear you say the only first team offensive selection. Oh, no, so, you're fine. You're good. I, I okay, like you. I like so you letting I'm the sorry. Catalan out of the bag. It's okay. Jalen Catalan is not to be held I, down. I, I thought it was funny the first time, Justin. Oh, yeah. Bite me, Tom. Oh, I love it. Tom's coming after me now. You know that's Nancy's job. You're going to steal her thunder. She's here to make fun of my slang dad jokes. Guy. Yeah, Tom's pretty smart. For a Braves fan, he's all right. Um, only only yeah, one, you, the only one in the World Series guys, last year. What's that, Tom? I, I love being on the show. You guys kick it around so good, so hard. So uh, I like it when you give it back. It's cool. I deserve it. And uh, Wes hasn't been here all week, too, so I've kind of gotten off easy. Hey, uh, who? Uh, anybody you liked as far as the coaches go that you hadn't really been exposed to much or maybe uh, was entertained by, I guess, a little bit this week? There's always the Mike Leach stuff, but anything else? Yeah, absolutely. I'm going to give a little spiel here. First of all, A, Billy Napier. I, I had only seen him on the sideline with that buzz cut, and, like, I didn't know much about him. Well-spoken guy. I can see how he knocks it out of the park with his interview. He's got a tough job. I mean, recruiting to Florida, you can do it. I mean, it's been proven it can be done. Um, Georgia's on top of the deal right now, and Tennessee and South Carolina are coming. Mm. But I tell you, Billy Napier's personality is going to win over some recruits and their parents, and uh, if, if he's got the schemes together, I think they're going to be good pretty quick. I like his personality. Brian Harson, who I would have rated 13th or 14th last year, he improved dramatically. He was so dull, and he said way too many words on every question last year. He, <laughs> he shortened it down this year. Less is more. He was more to the point. I mean, still a little bit dull, but I feel sorry for the guy. They teamed up on him. You're right, it was a coup, and as he called it, uh, it didn't work. Um, but, man, he, he got a glimpse into SEC football and treachery at, at some of its worst with what he's been through. It's going to be so tough for them to challenge. But, look, this is what he did. 
he's running bleachers with his team. Wow. And the guys who were here, yeah, the tight end, um, uh, Schenker, John Paul Schenker, uh, I heard him um, from where I was sitting talking about, we love this guy, we just wanted to get back and play another year for this guy. And I know they say that about their coaches. Uh, but, you know, he was verbalizing it, and, and I think that's important. I don't know if he's going to hang on. It's so tough. There's going to be two or three fan bases on SEC West teams that are going to be super disappointed. It happens every year. You cannot avoid it. Someone's going to go two and six or three and five in the league, and, and their fan bases are going to go nuts. And, you know, if it's, if it's Mississippi State or Arkansas for a couple of years, you don't hear as much about it. But if it's Auburn or LSU or some, someone else, um, then it gets hot fast, and that's mm-hmm. where he stands. Um, Clark Lee, uh, you know what? He had a lot of good statistics. It was almost <laughs> like he was reading an essay. He was, he was reading, all right. An essay. Yeah. And I just didn't I – I didn't like that. He's an educated guy. He sold himself on the administration when he interviewed. That's all well and good. But I don't think players want to hear or feel like that. And, and five or six minutes of it would have been fine. But he went 17 minutes, and it got – it just got kind of – uh, redundant, and, and it was so didactic that, you know, change it up, Clark, next year if you're here. Didactic. You want the dictionary, Justin? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to look that up. Hey, what are your thoughts on Paul Feinbaum saying that Brian Kelly's going to have LSU ready for a championship? You know, um, I think it's a nod to the fact that Brian Kelly is a well-prepared, he, he's, a, he's an astute coach, and if he, can, if he can motivate, you know, I think the schemes will be in place. Um, will they have the talent? I don't think they have the talent quite yet all over to be a contender. They've only got three stars back on both sides of the ball. Um, that's not counting, you know, Brooks and Fouché, who will probably start for them. Uh, but I just don't think they're quite ready to contend. The talent they have there is going to lend itself to, to helping them be able to contend next year. Uh, if they contend this year, if they finish like 6-2, 7-1, um, I'll be surprised, and I will eat my words, uh, because I just think too much talent to replace. And from what I've heard, their offensive line and defensive line are where kind of their issues lie. And if that's the case, you know, that's a long run through the SEC. So kind of that rebuild year for, for Kelly. Should be. Yeah, and, and I mean, you've got a, a veteran quarterback. You've got good receivers. I think their their running backs are good, but it's Brad Davis, I, I love that guy. I think he's going to do good with the O-line, but I think their numbers are a little bit, little bit, you know, not proven guys right now. Right. So, right. They're gonna, to me, LSU is going to be the biggest mystery team in the whole league. I think that's exactly right, and I think he will have them turned around in short order because there's too many recruits he'll get down there. So, you know, again, it's, you know, regionally it's, a, it's an interesting fit from his background in the Northeast, but the guy knows football, and he's going to have athletes all over the place, so. Yeah, I mean it's 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 all the, the it's all in place for him. And um, as he pointed out, he he made one of the best uh, points I thought uh, of all the coaches is this: like someone asked him about you know getting ready for that opener. I think they got Florida State and New Orleans, and like the early part of your schedule. He's like, look, if you're building to like have a great month of September, then you're not doing the right thing. You've got to practice your team and you got to play your team to to make it through the whole the long haul mm-hmm. to be even ready for the postseason and you know sometimes we don't think about that we want our team to be on this fever pitch like for arkansas you know you got to be ready to go for the opener against cincinnati but it's also about having players in good health and and just 
and playing the long game, too, and being there at the end of the season. Every time we mention that game, I'm going to point out that that game is huge, I think, for Norvell, who you know has been under some fire. And Florida State's not been great for a while now. And that would be a pretty good feather in his cap, yeah. even for a rebuilding LSU team with a first-year head coach in his first game. They kind of need that one, I think. Oh. But, uh yeah, absolutely, and they've been able to build a couple of years under Norvell. They're they're acquiring some talent. That's going to be a real chance for them. Um, people have kind of written them off nationally in the last couple of years, but if they can get that one, it can be kind of like a, a stamp of, uh, you know, we're coming back. Yeah. Well, Tom, we're going to let you go. I appreciate the time, my friend. Enjoy your weekend. Thanks so much, Tom. Rest up. You bet you guys. I enjoyed it. All right, brother. Always a good time. Thank you.